All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tapping the Wall. I am your host, Sean Farrell, coming to you on a Monday, um, start of the work week. Um, hope everybody's having a blessed start to their work, work week. Um, <clears throat> this um, last week was just really, really exhausting. It was just really exhausting. And um it was exhausting for a few few, few reasons. Um but before I get into that, um I just wanna um say go support my friend Shanice Bailey um of Intrude Sleepwear. And um she also has some other things going on. Nisi B's Loaded Salads and Nisi B's Massages. So go to her Facebook page, Nisi Bailey on Facebook, Nisi Bailey on Facebook. And for, and if you need photography work done, um, commercials, photo shoots, uh, music videos, documentaries, go see my man, Larry Avi King Visuals, Larry Avi King Visuals. Um, you can go visit his Facebook page. Name is Larry Avi King, A-V-I-K-I-N-G, all one word, Larry Avi King, on Facebook. And just go see him for all your uh, media needs. <clears throat> okay, so I just mentioned that um, last week was exa- exhausting. Um it was exhausting physically for one and two um mentally it was exhausting and um there's something about physical fatigue um and depression for fatigue that just amplifies it 10 times more <clears throat> That just amplifies it ten times more. Um, and um, last for high day, um, I was just so worn out um, mentally and physically um, that um, when I went to sleep um i went to sleep in about probably less than 3 minutes probably 5 minutes but um but yeah um depression fatigue and physical fatigue um it's like 20 times more exhausting when you have those two coming together. Um, I've often said that, um, well, yeah, I've often said that, um, um, I go to bed, um, I, some, on some days I will wake up, um, on the weekends, 
most notably. Some days I wake up and just go through my normal routine, get things done, and then go to bed. Um, I can remember one time, um, <clears throat> I can remember one time on a Sunday, I was so depressed and so tired that I ended up going to bed at 4.30. I kid you not. Daylight. It was still day. Daylight. Pretty much day. It was still day. Daylight. And I said, I'm going to bed at 4.30. Which I actually did. But the earliest I probably went to bed was probably 4 o'clock during the, the day. Yeah. Yeah. Four o'clock during the, the day. Um and so um also had some um per personal things that added to the exhaustion as well. Um so um it's been a little bit of it's been a little bit of a um rough time for me. It's been a little bit of a rough time for me, but um, but you know what? Um, God is still carrying me e or through, and um, and um, He's still ill there, and so um, just thankful for that. Um, on my YouTube channel, um, I talked about um isolation and um depression and um isolation with everything that has gone on in the past year you know isolation is probably one of the more higher risks for depression and suicide and um you know, um, isolation, um, for me, um, I know when I get home, um, when I get home, um, it just feels, um, just fit, um, just feels, empty um what I mean when I say it feels empty well I come home to nothing and um one of the th one of the things that um isolation one of the more scarier things about isolation is this. Um, let me see. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, isolation reduces the opportunity um, for someone having suicidal thoughts to give out the warning signs to give out those warning signs and it impacts your ability to access treatment via a mental health professional. Okay. 
And so, um, I've been very, very open with you all about um, my struggles with suicidal ideation, suicidal thoughts as a person who tries suicide, as a person who has self-harmed several, several times, um, you know, um, and again, um, I know the risk is probably a little bit more greater again with everything that's going on this past year. And, um, I know sometimes isolation can be just so intense for me that sometimes all I think about is um, suicide and um, also being depressed as well. Um, And so, um, you know, um, texting someone um texting someone and talking to someone on the phone really it's not the same i mean it's good but it's not the same as somebody actually being there with you um yeah it, it just it's just not the same with somebody actually being there with you talking with you and as I'm saying this right now, um, a, f- a feeling just ran through my chest, just uh, saying that, um, because um, um, I know it's just not the same texting someone as opposed to actually them being there with you, listening to you, um, hearing what you're going through. Um I know when I was going through, I know when I was younger and I was having my struggles with um, mental health. um, I had no friends um, to tell. And um, the only person I could tell was basically my counselor. And so I had no other people that... um, that I could tell primarily because I didn't want to be a burden, number one. And number two, I considered the stuff that I was going through none of their business. And so um, that was my thought process. Um, Why the hell would anybody care what I go through? So... Just keep it to yourself. And, um, which obviously led to a suicide attempt, intense depression, self harm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, um, um, I'm a little, I'm a little less isolated, um, than I was back then. 
um, um, again, I do have people who reach out to me, um, by text. Um, but, um, again, um, it's gotten better. It's gotten better, but it's kind of still not the same as actually talking to somebody and you and actually physically being there. Also, um, I want to touch on this before I touch on a few more things. Um, for those of you who listen to my podcast, um, Sometimes you can gaslight yourself. And what do you mean when you say, how can you gaslight yourself? Um, well, I say, um, for those who listen to this podcast, you know I have a speech problem. And um, I always talk in gaps. So, Whenever I go back and listen to the podcast that I do, I think I'm speaking clearly when actually I'm still speaking in gaps. So I think I'm speaking um, perfectly. Well, there is no perfect way to speak, but um, <laughs> but um, when I go back and listen, it always seems like that. Um, I'm speaking in gaps and um, I'm stuttering which um, I know I do and um, sometimes I feel like that that doesn't make me um, a good um, podcaster um, a good person to speak um that's obviously not the case uh, for those of you who are on my um, YouTube. Uh, for those of you who pay attention to my video podcast, um, I know obviously that is not the case. Um, but still, sometimes it just feels like that. Um, I'm not doing a good enough of job. Um, and because um, I have a speech impediment, I speak in gaps sometimes. I have what I call a rock in my throat. What do you say when you have a rock in between your throat? Well, it's when you're trying to get a word out, but there's a rock that is stuck when you're trying to get that word out. And, um, I saw a video by one of my favorite people, Darman. And, um, he made a video about a, um, about a boy who was running for class president. And he stuttered so bad. And, um, he stuttered so bad that everybody made fun of him. No, there's no way he could become class president. And um, they call, I remember they called him Stuttering Stephen. 
Stuttering Stephen, stuttering Stephen, stuttering Stephen. Well, um, as they were having their, um, I guess it was a debate, yeah, um, giving their reasons why you should vote for them. Um, he actually stuttered as he gave his reason why you should vote for him. And, um, of course, um, while he was stuttering, he said, um, he wanted to end, um, bullying and, um, like making, like for people who make fun of him, not just for people who make fun of him, but, um, people who make fun of, um, other people. Um, and so he ended up getting elected class president. And so then this girl who actually had another, actually had a stuttering problem herself, um, said that, um, said that, um, you know, he was a, he was an inspiration to her. And so, um, while he was giving his reason to become class president, as he was stuttering, um, somebody in the audience said, he speaks just fine for me. And, um, you know, I really like that line. Somebody in the audience said, as he was giving his reason to become class president, he said, he speaks just fine for me. And I'm like, wow. Um, this guy is really struggling to get through words. And he speaks just fine. And to that person, he speaks just fine. And um, this was kind of a um, saying that they had in that video. He said, um, somebody in that video said, sometimes you stutter because what you say is so good that it has to be repeated. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so, but again, sometimes I think I'm not doing a good, good enough job, no talking, but, um, you know, I can always refer back to that, you know, because according, because I speak just fine for other people, so. But, um, just want to get to, uh, two quick points and then I'm a law, then I'm gonna log off. Um, just want to share some, um, 2019 data from the state of Tennessee. I live in Memphis, Tennessee, and um, I'm just going to run and run this down real quick. Um, suicide is the ninth leading cause of death in Tennessee. The third leading cause of death for ages 10 through 24. Second leading for ages 25 through 34. Fourth leading for ages 35 through 44. Fifth leading for ages 45 through 54. Eighth leading for ages... 
55 through 64. 16th leading for ages 65 and older. And um, the suicide death rates. Um, this is 2019 data again. For Tennessee, 1,219. Nationally, it was 47,511. Um, about 45,000 deaths occur each year um, from suicide. So it was actually up in 2019. Um, for Tennessee, the rate per 100,000, 17.20, which ranked us, the state of Tennessee, 20th. Nationally, per 100,000, it was 13.93%. And so, um, also, a staggering 86.8% of communities did not have enough mental health providers to serve residents in 2020, according to the federal guidelines. And, um... Over four times as many people died by suicide in 2019 than alcohol-related motor vehicle accidents. Um, total deaths to suicide reflected a total of 23,327 years before the age of 65. Now, um, there's a thing called YPLL, years of potential lost life. And so, total deaths to suicide reflected a total of 23,327 years of potential lost life before the age of 65. And so, um, 58.4% of firearm deaths were suicides. And 61% of all suicides were by firearms. So, this is why I'm going to continue to talk about suicide. This is why we need to talk about suicide as a whole. Which leads me to my next point. My um, next thing. Um, the walk to fight suicide. Um, this is something that is... Um, that I look forward to every year, every October. And um, I am very, very excited because we will be in person again. And uh, the first walk um, I will be attending is October the 23rd at the Memphis Botanic Gardens. Um, you can go to afsp.org slash... Memphis. You can register at AFSP, afsp.org slash Memphis. And I will also be attending the one the following weekend in Nashville. So um, I'll be attending two walks this year. I am very, very excited to be in person again. So excited. Um. And so I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, the excitement is not here yet, but um, after, but after this upcoming weekend, 
I know it's probably going to be building. And um, looking forward to it. I will be there. I'm going to be there super early uh, because um, I will actually be helping set up. So um, I'm going to be setting up. I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be taking a lot of the pictures. And um, just looking forward to it. Uh, I am just really looking forward to this. Really looking forward to this. All right. Hope everybody has a very, very blessed rest of their work week. I am Sean Farrell. This has been Tapping the Wall. Have a blessed week. I am out of here. See y'all next week.